From technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution, a culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and delivering the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. I'm being joined today by Tim Conway. Mr. Conway is the Executive Vice President and Group President Public Sector for NTT Data Services. Thank you for joining me today, Mr. Conway. It's great to be here, Marianne. There's certainly a lot of talk about disruptive technology. What do you see as making a big impact? You know, I think when I, when I look at kind of where we are uh, as a world, I think the greatest opportunity for disruption in the future is data. You know, I read recently that 1.7 megabits of, of data was created every second by every person during 2020. So in the last two years alone, an astonishing 90% of the world's data has been created. You know, where's that data coming from? You know, you take healthcare, for example. You know, COVID-19 has precipitated a, a new digital normal. Some things that we would have never accepted a few months ago are now part of our healthcare, you know, regimen. I mean, you think of, you know, medical treatment, you, you, you go to your doctor um, and, and your doctor would, would examine you, treat you, and, and then post your data in some sort of an electronic health record. You know, it, in the pandemic, the fundamental delivery of that healthcare changed. Um, it was uh, virtual and it was moving to digital quickly. Um, you know, today we have telehealth, telemedicine, bioinformatics, artificial intelligence, and, and we're really moving to an IoT of, of medicine. You know, with the pandemic, yes, you could see your doctor virtually, but they couldn't really physically examine you. And so what we've seen is, you know, a, a, a fast moving trend of wearables, uh, edible, ingestible, you know, sensors, if you will, IoT uh, devices that, that can track uh, tension, heart rate, posture, temperature, digestion, you know, monitoring virtually every system of the human body and detecting patterns and problems. Um, and, you know, digital health is, is here to stay. And when you look at IoT wearables and, and mobile enabled everything, uh, really the future of technology will be edge computing. You know, there's not enough um, bandwidth in the world, you know, so you really have to push processing out towards the source and, and with all the, the advances in healthcare, responsiveness is imperative. So without edge computing, uh, a lot of this begins to break down. Now, what other considerations are impacting government with all of this data? You know, patient data needs to be protected in compliance with HIPAA privacy concerns across the entire data plane. You know, today it's really inside the hospital or the medical center, but you know, to the extent we go to wearable devices, ingestible devices, you really have to be able to protect and secure that data, you know, from source, you know, to, to cloud. Um, you know, there are a whole cadre of, of bad actors that, you know, found all kinds of, of nefarious ways to attack data and, and exploit it and, and even infrastructure. So I do expect that we'll see uh, further uh, advances in security um, and, and along with the pace of, of data, as really no one wants to be a part of, of, of a security headline. What do you feel are the technology imperatives essential to building a future government? So for me, 
digital government is no longer an option. It's an imperative. Um, there's been a shift in how government needs to operate uh, from government-centric uh, yesterday to citizen-centric in the future. Uh, citizens expect and will soon demand digital services for all government interaction. Um, it's an Amazon Prime world. Uh, nobody wants to stand in line at DMV or, or for a license renewal. Um, they, they want access to services conveniently, mobily, uh, web-enabled, and, and on their own timelines. Um, we're likely to see a higher focus on human-centric design, uh, creating government websites, forms, services that simplify and improve constituent interactions with government. Not to mention enabling a better mobile uh, experience because no one does anything without their phone, especially the youth of today um, who are uh, native um, you know, users of, of, of technology. Uh, there's an app for everything and government services should be no exception. Citizen accessibility is definitely important. Where have you seen this recently during the pandemic? You know, we've seen the, the headlines of unprecedented volumes of, of claims for unemployment insurance benefits. You know, the legacy systems buckled under the weight of the demand. Um, it was a perfect storm. You had poor interfaces, exponential demand, aging infrastructure, uh, remote access issues, uh, legacy mainframes. In many states, call volumes increased, you know, from tens of thousands to millions and multiple millions per day. The abandonment rates skyrocketed and the unemployed citizens were scared, right? To make matters even worse, you know, as we look at legacy, um, a lot of these systems also represent significant vulnerability, you know, for fraud, waste and abuse, uh, as well as for, you know, security breaches, um, which means modernization now has become part of the cyber equation and part of the, the digital drive or the drive to digital for government. Um, it's been ignored, uh, underprioritized, and underfunded for, for far too long. Um, some entities you know, think the problems will, will disappear with a lift and shift to the cloud, uh, but that just moves some of the old problems to a new location. And many agencies are realizing that systems are tougher and more complex to manage, patch, uh, and it's a huge burden on the workforce. Um, and, and adding to the existing you know, talent crunch, you know, this, this will, uh, I don't think it'll deliver the results that the government's really looking for. Uh, piecing together infrastructure won't get you to a future digital world. Uh, ignoring or patching old systems won't get us to the future of government, but citizen demand will. And the, I really look at the pandemic as, as being a catalyst or a forcing function. And that once government tackles this, this modernization hurdle, We'll see some great advancements in, in AI, cloud, and data empowerment to, to really start the, the digital experience of government. Yeah, better IT is now, right? No question. And, and the future of government is technology. Well, thank you so much. Do you have anything else you would like to add? No, I think it was, a, it was an honor to be here today. I, I appreciate um, being selected as a, a disruptor for 2021, and I'm excited about the future. Great. Well, this is all great information. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you for listening. For more podcasts by G2 Exchange Media, please visit www.fethealthit.com and look for the podcast section at the top of the page. Music by Jam Studio, courtesy of Shutterstock Incorporated.